Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello on the 23rd of June, beautiful month of June. I'm Nadine Blaney, and this is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business, markets, and startups. Here with David Scott himself, the man, the myth, the med- legend. That's a very kind introduction, and I uh, hope you've had a fantastic day. It must have been a pretty tough day for us here in Sydney. Yeah, look, um, I mean, it's top of mind. The city, by all accounts, is pretty much cleared out. Uh, lots of people staying home. We know around us in the buildings that we're in, even on the floor we're on, lots of people have uh, gone back to remote working already. For the case count in Sydney, borders shut, you know, impacting a lot of people. Of course, it's ahead of school holidays. I mean, but... Of course, it's mandatory. Yeah. School holidays. Um, and, you know, I can't help but think it sort of comes back to, at least as far as we know now, uh, you know, pretty much one unvaccinated person who is interacting with travelers. It seems pretty... Um, yeah, you know, it's it's a big price to pay. Yeah, it's, um, I wrote about the quarantine status for a reason a couple of weeks back, and uh, I think it's one of those things that uh, if we're going to make a decision as a country is whether we go and try and completely eradicate it or live with it, because one way or another, it's going to be around. And, uh, oh, we're going to be forced to live with yeah, it. Yeah, no, I that's mean. exactly right, and I completely agree with it. That's, that's the one that's the plausible option, but uh, we seem to be living in a bit of a make-believe world uh, that, uh, that we can go and keep it out forever. Um, but I uh, know events in recent times, and I'm sure all those in, uh, in Melbourne can uh, attest to this as well, and other parts of the country at various times as year and of course last year as well all we know about it that uh, as good as systems can be uh, the virus is uh, very crafty and uh, look it probably explains as well why the uh, the market was a bit soggy today as well when we were kicked off proceedings today uh, the market was looking for a flat start opened uh, a little bit weaker but then just dribbled lower and then of course once those uh, numbers came out of New South Wales Health it was uh, yeah splunk. Yeah let's bring it back to market shall we of course the travel names got hit we got Qantas down by half of 1% a flight centre off by more than 3% Webjet down by 1.5% as well no big surprise but if we look at the market overall Scuddy uh, yeah, there, there was a few places to hide. Uh, the miners, for the most part, the big miners at least, looking pretty good. Newcrest is the exception there. Uh, but uh, the, the other place to hide was buy now, pay later. I mean, there's no getting around that up by 3.5% because, of course, we still see those high-quality tech names in the U.S. doing really well. So, uh, yeah, yeah but interesting reason, market dynamics. Yeah, for some reason, the buy now, pay later names just exploded high now. Uh, Henry Jennings from Marcus today, when I had a chat to him towards the close, he said that uh, it might be to do with Amazon Prime Day uh, that's happened. But come on, folks. Like, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was yeah, a Yeah, no, it's an interesting one because I was also reading yesterday about PayPal and its new QR code offering that's coming to Australia, Pay in 4. And mm. you just think, God, the competition is heating up in that yeah. space. I think, um, look, 
there's any number of factors out there at the moment, but I suspect that we've had a very good run in those companies over the last 12 months. It is approaching the end of financial year, and uh, we have seen long bond yields come off as well. So putting uh, two and two together, uh, I'm not going to come out with five. I think there's a couple of reasons why it's, uh, it's getting propelled high. Longer term, I Anyways, if you've been in those names. Uh, congratulations. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah uh, we're not down on buy now, pay later uh, for... You know, blanket, and we know that a lot of people listening are invested and have done really well. Um, Cha-ching. Yeah, I guess sometimes you think about taking profits. Uh, look, we have uh, an interesting interview you might li- like to listen to on options trading and hedging the portfolio against the recent volatility in the market. And that's with Wei Yi Chen of Acumen Investors. So that's accessible via the show notes. And I just was thinking about that when we were talking about the market overall, Scuddy. And look, we put on Osbiz a Buying poll at... T- Buying some puts. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, we were um, put a poll out on Osbiz's Twitter account today just about interest rates. And I... I had intended to do so. We'd intended to do so last week after the last call when Annette said she is now expecting the RBA to hike rates in the fourth quarter of 2022 and then CBA came out. They expect the RBA to lift interest rates in November, I think they said, of 2022. But Scuddy, in your view in the COB today, the newsletter version, I couldn't help but notice you're not in that camp. And I've got to say, I think you've kind of brought me over to your way of thinking. Yeah, well... History is a guide, and uh, past performance is not an indication of <laughs> future future performance. But uh, the RBA has been very uh, unsuccessful in meeting any of its targets. Uh, it's now got a harder target to meet because it needs to see actual uh, economic outcomes. Uh, there's also, I uh, know, a few things as well that we're going to look at as well, which are bubbling away down the line. Now, I reckon it's almost a dead certainty that APRA is going to go and take uh, action to go and uh, quash some of this speculative uh, activity at the, uh, the ends of the housing market. And uh, that will go and take some air out of uh, the economy more broadly. The last two times that macro has been introduced, it certainly has. In fact, it's led to the RBA to go and cut rates mm-hmm. uh, both times. So keep an eye on that one as well. Um, so when I put those things together, it's kind of like, well, yeah, it's, it's difficult to go and see them going aggressive uh, into an environment where uh, there's no great certainty that there's going to be the ability to go and sustain. The other big thing as well, and this is what's going to go and come out, and I think a few people maybe uh, have uh, had a bit of a read of my view about the, the migration stuff last week as well, and I wanted to go and put it out there for a purpose because it's, uh, it's a question that I think us as a nation need to go and have a discussion about our Im- immigration levels uh, moving forward. Uh, but come on, the government of the day can't claim good growth figures unless we've got population growth yeah but that's what's uh so we're talking your 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 thing is quality growth and uh what goes on behind you know the numbers that come in through the front door people are getting big pay increases everyone's got really solid jobs you've got unemployment with a four handle maybe even a three handle to me they're better economic outcomes than having gdp running higher than anyone else because we have Faster population Yeah, as long as we get workers into the areas of the economy that need them and we don't leave ourselves short of skilled workers, and it's a bit more complicated than just saying we'll train up workers to do it. Yeah, it takes and also there's there's lots of unskilled labor that we need. It takes time, but uh, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think the government's just going to go straight back to carte blanche. Oh, yeah, just open it up. Let's go. Um, and if that's the decision that's taken, 
we've seen time and time again that that has suppressed wage growth has been productivity it's all about increasing productivity that's what it should be about it is but productivity comes from actual reforms to go and house that and what all the government's been relying upon over the past couple of decades is just piling more people Scotty I feel like we are in a time warp honestly we're back to COVID in Sydney you know restricting and being locked down out of the rest of the country we're back to a conversation that we were Mm. having this time last year about are we going to use this for see reforms what reforms is the government going to bring in maybe maybe second time lucky God, I mean, uh, maybe I'm also a bit, bit down on the, you know, I don't want to say depressed, but you know, we've got Barnaby Joyce back as the, the nationals leader. Like as much as things change, God, right now, as much as they stay the same, don't you think? No, I just reinforce me. Like I, I'm pretty apolitical as a person. I think a lot of people probably see that the way that I write and uh, how I go and talk about things. But uh, yeah, when I saw that, when I saw that decision, uh, just reinforced me that uh, so many people in Canberra about themselves and not the nation. Yeah, well, I can't disagree. And uh, I'm a journalist. I don't like to editorialize, but it's uh, hard not to comment on what's happening all around you. And normally I'm such an optimistic person. You are. Uh, Yeah, but the vision, the vision is what I think is so uh, sorely lacking. So uh, so I reckon RBA, no, maybe 2023, but it's going to take a bit longer. But no, hey, look. Look, if you guys at home could go and see what uh, Nadine's got some wonderful white uh, sneakers on. <laughs> so the consumption figures are looking really good coming here. Uh, yeah. some, some nice boots you got going there. Just had a, a chat with Brian Parker from uh, Sun Super. He's the chief economist there. And he was talking about the Lucy Ellis speech today and how people are just buying goods. Actually, people are buying less services now and more goods. And uh, yeah. Fancy um, white boots as well. I don't know about the white boots. Yeah, they're looking good. Now. Uh, but the thing is now, you know, who really wants to go to a shopping centre if it's going to lead to having to go into self-isolation? <laughs> C- certainly not Bondi Junction. <laughs> uh, I haven't been to Bondi Junction in ages and I'm pleased to say I wasn't there this month. Anyhow, we digress. Uh, look, there's not any major data here tomorrow. Uh, Thursday, we've got, you know, preliminary international trade. We get a couple of further reads on business conditions and sentiment, but it's just a survey and detailed labor force, um, you know, a bit yeah. of detail on industry, but nothing major. Um, it's Wednesday in the U.S., so we do get tonight current account for the March quarter, the PMI from market, as well as U.S. new home sales for May. So there might be a little bit of fodder for us to discuss tomorrow morning. Yeah, we saw the existing home sales in the States overnight and up like 24% uh, price, down, uh, volume down 20% plus. And uh, yeah, not really surprising given what's going on. So uh, not well, much supply and uh, that supply that's on the market is getting snapped up and bit up. Yeah, well here too. So uh, slightly personal anecdote, but you know, in that phase of the market, speaking of the housing market, where I'm getting unsolicited handwritten <laughs> notes in my mailbox saying, you know. Ring the bell, folks. We ding, try, ding, yeah, ding, we've ding, been ding, trying ding. to buy a house and, uh, yeah, how about yours? Anyhow, there you go. Show us, an, show, <laughs> show us a beard, I'll show you my offer. Exactly. Uh, so let's talk about what else is in the newsletter today. Uh, we've got another couple of great interviews that you can listen into if you'd like to know about James Garish at Sean Partners, some of his... Uh, well, he's got a, a takeover uh, watch list. So that's an interesting one. Uh, one of the names on there won't surprise you, Altium, but it'd be interesting to hear his thoughts on that. And also Momentum. I know a lot of you out there like buying when uh, you're looking at Momentum. And Jason McIntosh from Motion Trader is talking about three businesses to buy. Stock of the day, Costa Group. Kashi was here. He spoke with Michael Wayne from Medallion Financial and Rob Shears from Valor Private Wealth about Costa. Let's hear what they had to say. Um, when it comes to Costa as a, a whole, it's not, it's not a bad quality company at all in its respective area. 
but as I'm sure you've heard me many times before, we tend to sort of steer clear of these cyclical type agribusiness businesses. Um, it is a very hard and challenging environment to get right all the time for all your different categories. Yeah. Um, obviously, currency comes into it, uh, drought, etc. Overseas markets and pricing, as you can see, looking at the balance sheet, it is a very lumpy business yeah. and there's definitely very good years followed by some very tough years yeah. uh, so my concern or, or what i find challenging is how do you value something like that which is so up and down and beholden to so many different interest parties and variables such as weather right uh, they are attempting to um, uh, make the business uh, less dependent on certain uh, areas and and countries and and that, and that makes sense so yeah. I, I could see that there's going to be stop, start, stop, start, raise capital, but in 10 years' time, this might be a better business than yeah. it is today uh, if they keep on doing what they're doing. It, uh, I wouldn't want to own it um, right. over this period, but it, but it may get a better... If they keep on doing acquisitions like this, it will become a uh, less worse business. So, yeah, it looks skid, uh, scuddy. Skitty. <laughs> Skitty or something. I don't know why. Uh, it's the mask. It's hard to concentrate with it on. Um, look... Uh, Cluster Group is not going in the portfolio. Lots of our expert guests just don't like having that exposure to those really cyclical areas of the market in terms of agriculture. Yeah. I think it probably in the back of people's minds as well, there was a stage there where Cluster Group just consistently downgraded and had to go and raise capital. So maybe uh, that's got a few people offside as well. Yeah. Now, uh, so the ASX 200 did end down by 0.6%. And yeah, we did underperform the region. So the Nikkei finished broadly flat. Uh, we saw falls in pharmaceutical and financials offsetting games in chip stocks there. So there's a little bit of an Asian market wrap, which we don't usually go into. Now, we'll also get an EIA weekly petroleum status report tonight, which will be interesting in the Bank of England rate decision. So look, there. There's going to be lots for us to talk about tomorrow, Scotty. I thought I was going to be on holidays, but no more. Yeah. Uh, well, you can't get rid of me. Holiday, like here, at, holiday here at the office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. But uh, okay. that's, so many people are making oh. uh, sacrifices around the country and around the world for what's going on at the Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. Let's just uh, let's hope that we all do our part and uh, we can get out of this as quickly as possible. All right. Masks on. Let's head to public transport. See, see you tomorrow. See you on Thursday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.